Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. As always, I'm Madison, and as always, I'm joined by Jamie. Hello. And for today's discussion, we were trying to find something kind of Halloween-ish, since it is the end of October, <laughs> and Netflix selection is kind of limited on Halloween shows, to be honest. But we selected a Netflix original short little series called Boobitch. <laughs> Not to be confused with Boobitch. No. No Boobitch. <laughs> um, which is the most like stereotypical high school drama that you can imagine with like the main character being a ghost. <laughs> Correct. Um <laughs> a living so ghost. What did you um, I thought it was, so I appreciated that it was very short, only like yeah. eight, 20 to 25 minute episodes. Yeah, um, so it went... yeah, by quickly, but yeah, I, I thought it was for what it was. I thought it was good. I mean, it was fun to like, of course, yeah, you're right. It is very stereotypical and you have to deal with like the girl becoming popular and then becoming a bitch and then falling out of popularity and then realizing her errors and all this stuff <laughs> classic high school arc story exactly <laughs> but with a little paranormal like, flair <laughs> right but like with one of the characters as a ghost <laughs> yeah yeah i liked it Which, i mean it was fun i liked it too i thought it was fun i also thought it was just absurd oh yeah <laughs> Thing that happens like the girl literally dies from being crushed by a moose like an, an animal the moose fell on her and crushes her to death after being like scared off or knocked off the road it's unclear and <laughs> the idea that okay so like the most of the episodes like what seven or six or seven of the episodes are like with Erica, Erica Vu, who is one of the main characters, believing that she is dead and that she is the ghost and Gia is alive and survived the accident. But of course, and I called this in like the same episode that it happened in. I was like, there's, it's definitely Gia who's actually dead. <laughs> because why would a ghost need to pee? Which is yes. exactly what Erica Vu says immediately. If I'm dead, how come I still need to pee? <laughs> Like, and everyone can see her. She can touch everything. Yeah. I don't understand, like, how Erica just, like, was like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm clearly just dead. <laughs> I mean, I think, yeah, it was just, like, a situation. Yeah, to not even, like, check under the moose. I guess the moose was heavy at the time, but to not check but to I see. Wouldn't you want to see your own dead body just to be like, are you sure it's me? Well, and I mean, like, I guess uh, Gia tells her she's like oh yeah you know i checked i looked it's definitely you so erica just trusts that gia had checked kind of thing but gia's like kind of tricking her into thinking that she's dead but it doesn't seem like something that you should be so easily fooled on as to whether <laughs> you're dead or alive i feel like yeah as a ghost you would have an awareness that you were dead <laughs> no totally and yeah you said you called it early and i i knew as soon as they went into the um coffee shop and she said no whip on her yeah. mocha frappuccino or whatever, and they they gave right. her a whip. I was like, okay, so they just can't hear her, um, right. and it was pretty clear. Yeah, but I think I think part of it is that Erica really just wanted to be the main character of her story for a bit. So like, she just kind of like openly kind of accepted this, and um, yeah, she really like 
is not really a great friend for a lot of that at all. No, she like really embraces the idea that she's dead. She's like, I am dead and I must be here for a reason. And that reason is that I have to go to prom with Jake C. Yeah. (laughs) One of the Jakes. And and, and the weirder part, in my opinion, is that Gia, who's the actual ghost, this is like what she wants. Her unresolved ghostly business is to stay behind and make sure that Erica goes to prom. And like that is just such a high school thing for that to be the most important thing in your life that even after you die, you want to make sure your best friend goes to prom. Yeah. Oh now, my god, I can't imagine caring about prom that much. No, definitely not. Um didn't didn't at the time, don't know. Um but uh now do you think that that was actually her unfinished business because we go there we go through a cycle of like trying to figure out who's what what which one you know what the pe- person's actual unfinished business is and first of course right. we're doing with Erica who's not even dead but with <laughs> Gia you know at first they proposed that it's like yeah the goal was that she wanted to didn't want Erica to have had this awakening and then be crushed by the fact that her friend was dead. So she wanted her to fulfill the dream of going to the prom or whatever. Um, And then Erica assumes that means going to the prom with um, the medium kid who can see her. But towards the end, um, and I can't remember, I I couldn't remember if it was uh, Gia or Erica who had said that something about not having time to leave a legacy or something. And, at the end, the last thing that she does, that Erica does for Gia before she like turns into a ball of light that everyone sees, is um, she she does give her a legacy by like making her prom queen. Yeah. So I'm like, it, and so I'm like, was her was that what she really was after having a legacy and being remembered after she's dead? I feel like. Or is no. it a mix of it all? I don't know. I mean, I feel like all of these are really bad things to want. As <laughs> yeah, I mean, it seems like a lot of people want a legacy, and I'm kind of like, I'm a, I'm all right if I oh, yeah. don't have you one. You don't need to remember me. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm just, you know, a, f- a fleck of dust inside a giant's eye or whatever. So. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you, Kimia Dawson. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, and then, like, the other part of this that yeah. is, like, was happening in the background in my mind the whole time is, like, how does no one else realize that Gia is missing? I, I wrote know. that in my notes twice. Like, she is a high school girl whose mom is out of town for, like, a month or something. And so, like, I get that, you know there's nobody home to realize that she's not showing up at home. But how do none of her teachers realize that she's just like not showing up to class? And I just, I just don't understand that part at all. Yeah. You would think that someone would have reached out eventually to her mother somehow, who then would have contacted at least Erica's parents since she knows that they're best friends to be like, where's my daughter? I just feel like this all happened. And like, the idea that they, the, the reason that they give is that, like, Gia is able to still text with people after she's dead. So she's been texting with her mom, and she texts with um, Erica's parents to, like, tell them that her and Erica had, had been in a fight, and she she wouldn't be around kind of thing. And she was probably texting her mom daily to, like, you know, keep in contact with her. And maybe she's even able to, like, talk to her on the phone. I don't know. But um, then at the end, like when they're when Gia is starting to like fade, 
they are kind of like going through her house and they find Gia's phone and she Gia had sent her mom like text messages explaining everything like <laughs> what exactly does that say sorry mom I've been dead for a month and have just been texting you as a ghost <laughs> wanted to let you know my body's you know off route five underneath the dead moon <laughs> <laughs> so now that's another thing that's that I was wondering is she makes the so Erica makes this announcement and says, my friend Gia died. She's been dead. Um, but she's been taking, like, ice to the yeah. body. Her fi- her fingerprints are all over the body. She, like, how is she going to explain the fact that for a month straight, she was icing a body, but not actually, like, telling anyone about it? But and like okay, so I wrote that in my notes too. I was like, Erica keeping the body on ice is definitely going to make it look like she killed Gia. Yeah, <laughs> and like Gia's body has Erica's shoes on it because the ghost <laughs> took Erica's shoes off and like switched them to kind of aid in fooling Erica to believing that she was dead. So Erica's not dead, but she's definitely going to jail for killing Gia in season two. <laughs> right? Like, how's yeah? There's no way she can explain all this to them. Like, I just kept I just kept Erica on ice for a month and didn't tell anybody that she was dead because I wanted to go to prom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, because- when you start picking this show apart, like it starts crumbling really fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's but, yeah. yeah it's ahead. it's so funny too that like the I mean the occult kids were like so close to finding the body as well. Like, like what would they have actually done <laughs> i don't know but i'm also at the same time i'm like wouldn't you still want to check out the area if someone had been having uber deliver things to that exact spot for like several days 50 I, gallons of ice over yeah the <laughs> i would have been interested to know exactly what was happening there even if the ping was somewhere else you know Also, and like the reason, the reason that they give for like icing the body is that the occult high school people who, you know, think that they have powers to communicate with the dead, but really it's just Gavin who can do that. Yeah. Um, They think that like the soul can only stay a ghost for as long as the body hasn't like decomposed or been buried, basically. So they're trying to slow down the decaying process by keeping it on ice. But, um, I don't know. Have you ever heard of that as like a thing in any of like like lore about ghosts? Is that they can because I've heard you know ghosts being around for hundreds of years, not like you're limited to a couple of weeks before decomp finishes you off. Right. No, I've also not heard that. I wonder how prevalent that is in in mythology. Right. That was that was not something I've ever about ghosts before you know that they're tied to their i've heard like that their soul can't rest until it's been buried like you know there's that kind of in in mythology but the idea that like the proper burial doesn't matter so much it's the decomp of the body that matters right (laughs) never heard of that one but i guess that adds a little bit of you know reason to go back and visit the body in the movie or in the in the show yeah that's true (laughs) yeah yeah, there's, a, there's quite a few plot holes in here. Oh, it's just like... <laughs> <laughs> there's so much hole in the plot that it's just like falling out the bottom. Because the other thing that I found, like maybe the most unbelievable part of this whole series <laughs> was Erica's transformation from being like a normal, caring 
person to being a complete bitch seemingly <laughs> overnight like hanging yeah. out with Riley one time and she's turned into like this Instagram influencer who's a huge bitch and that was just like more unbelievable than her being a ghost <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, goes from treating like even Jake C very nicely to calling him a simp and like all this other stuff through his face. Yeah. Like I, I, I just, I don't feel like there was a reason or explanation given other than like, she's trying to be exactly like Riley or something, but I don't, why would she want that? (laughs) Right. But and then, like, they don't say this in uh-huh. the movie or in the show at all, but I'm wondering, like, maybe Erica knew the whole time that Gia was dead. And, like, she said, like, in that speech at the end that she was trying to fill her soul with, you know, thousands of people loving her, but there wasn't, you know, it didn't fill the hole that one, you know, incredible best friend left when they died kind of thing. So, like, maybe on some level she knew she wasn't the ghost and that Gia was kind of thing the whole time, which Uh, makes more sense than her just believing that she's a ghost. (laughs) Yeah. That's true. But I still don't... This still doesn't, like, make sense for her to become a complete bitch as, like, a result of losing your best friend. (laughs) No, it doesn't. And, I mean, I've never gone through a transformation of suddenly becoming popular, but I... (laughs) I would like... I would like to think that we would remain who we were before, at least to some extent. But yeah, she goes like way off the deep end. She really does. Like she becomes worse than Riley in a lot of ways because Riley at least still sort of treats Jake C nice. (laughs) Yeah. And then, you know, Erica goes as far as to like, I mean, ultimately we find out that it's Gia is the one who left this message calling her out and, you know, trying to take her down or whatever on, on TikTok. Um, yes. but she thinks it's the one kid who, whose life she ruined for a while there and just ends up like tormenting him in the bathroom, like <laughs> snapping guy. shots of him as she's locked him in the cubicle. Like, what are you doing? She ruins his life repeatedly in the show, but then like finally at the end it redeems herself and manages to save him. But <laughs> yeah. And then he, he becomes her white knight by, uh, getting her, her, giving- her ticket. <laughs> Her tickets to prom because they wouldn't sell her one because they didn't like her because she after you know deciding that it was her unfinished ghostly business to go to prom she goes full bitch and then like goes crazy and decides she wants to cancel prom which kind of fits into my my theory that maybe she knows that G is the ghost and she's just having a really hard time you know adjusting to that idea but. <laughs> Yeah, and maybe she also because like the the you know in in the story what she says is that she does it so that if she never does that unfinished business she'll just live forever or ling- I guess linger forever. Um, but yeah, maybe she knew deep down that um, the prom was Gia's unfinished business and that she would vanish too if that were the case. Maybe. But That's it's like I... yeah, it's but they just, never say that. <laughs> they never say that, and and it is odd that. See, I've, I just I can't imagine a, a situation where, like, for friends who are as close as the two of them, for her to suddenly become so standoffish to Gia and just yeah. lose interest in her immediately. I guess it, I guess in theory this happens. Like, people tend to drift when someone goes into a relationship, at least for a little bit, because a lot of their time is being spent on that. But it's not even that. It's like she's finding new friends instead which 
again, sort of plays into the idea that maybe she does know Gia is dead and she's trying to, you know, move away from Gia and, and fill her life with other people. But that's never actually said in the show. Yeah. <laughs> never actually given as a reason. It, it fits that maybe that could be the case, but they don't ever confirm that. Yeah. <clears throat> actually, Erica X completely surprised to find out that Gia is the ghost <laughs> and that she's <laughs> actually alive. This seems to come as a complete shock to her and nobody else. Everyone else was like, well, yeah, obviously Gia's dead. <laughs> yeah. No, that's but true. Eric was surprised by it. Yeah. And then poor Gavin finally oh. meets this girl who he likes and she's actually dead. I know. Oh, I, when they first like meet, it, Gavin is like drunk and comes in and like flops down on the bed next to her, and they start making out. And I was like, uh, "Did you find another ghost boy to make out with?" <laughs> no, no, he's just the drunk medium, is all. <laughs> yeah. But I don't, and Gavin doesn't seem to be a great medium because he doesn't. He didn't recognize right away that. <laughs> He just thought she was alive. No, he doesn't know until he's talking to um, the other people in the club and is like, yeah, you know, her friend, the one that was there. Yeah, <laughs> the one I made out with, the party. You think that would have come up beforehand, before that moment to be like, oh, who was that with her? Or like, you know, something like that. To... I can't believe there was no reference made to Gia by either Erica or anyone else before yeah. that point, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, Although, a, that's one of the, the many plot holes in this Swiss cheese movie. Yeah, I guess it would have possibly happened earlier that time when she she and Gia were running around and she missed the date with Jake. Because she said originally, like, oh, do you mind if I bring Gia with? Right. And then she never shows up. So I guess that probably would have been a time. But then, that's oh, you, but Gia's also, like, constantly that day is like, we need to go do this and this and this and kind of keeping her right. from... So Gia, you know, that was just her intention, probably, thinking about that probably, now. Yeah. That would have been interesting to see, though, Erica showing up, you know, at the party to Jake C's and being like, oh, and this is my friend Gia. <laughs> and there's nobody there. <laughs> so we do get, like, after she realizes that nobody else can see Gia and that, you know, basically her and Gavin are the only two who, who can see Gia. She, there's this moment where we see a few flashbacks of her just talking to herself. <laughs> <laughs> and she, as she like realizes what she must've looked like over the past month. My favorite is in the, in the hallway when she runs first towards Jake and then away stops kind of like crouches <laughs> and, and, you know, has this intense conversation and then runs away. Yeah. Like, like, what does that look like to the other person, I wonder? I mean, I'm surprised Jakesy was still interested in her after that. I know, he put up with a lot for her, honestly. Yeah. And for, like, somebody he didn't really know. No, not at all. I mean, they clearly, you know, they made out a few times, but that was, like, the extent of their knowing each other. And he even says that at the end, he's like, I feel like I never got the opportunity to meet the real Erica Vu. Yeah. And she's like, well, you know, now you can. That's true. And then we also find out, apparently, that even if you've crossed over, you can still send messages because we get it first with the sconce, the the wall unit that tells, you know, flashes when she first says she's not going to the after party. And and then they get the lava lamp that lights up on (laughs) its own. 
Yeah, which, I mean, the lava lamp lights up on its own, but I was also wondering if Gia didn't send her the lava lamp because her roommate was like, wow, you get a lot of packages. <laughs> so it was like Gia just <laughs> sending her a bunch of junk from beyond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can... here's, a, here's a 70s novelty item. <laughs> right. You still have access to Amazon on the other side. Maybe. She's just charging everything to Erica's account. <laughs> oh my god, that's another thing. Like, she put like $15,000 on her card just to throw that Winter Wonderland party. Also, like, like <laughs> who the fuck gives their child a credit card with a $15,000 limit? <laughs> I don't even have a credit card with a $15,000 limit. I'm an adult. <laughs> <laughs> So that was just seems like really poor parenting. Oh my gosh, yeah, no. I, I you have to give them one of those like child credit card adjacent things that only allows them to yeah. tap into a tiny amount of your actual Right. You can charge five hundred dollars on this at a max. <laughs> yeah, like what other emergencies are you gonna be in where you're gonna need fifteen thousand dollars? High school prom. Clearly. Clearly. Not even prom, just a party. $15,000 to go to high school prom, Jamie? I definitely did not spend that much money. Oh, yeah. I didn't either. I forgot we went to the same high school and I was in the gym (laughs) and the fire alarm went off during it. (laughs) It's true. And as far as I know, there were no dead people, but. I mean, there could have been ghosts there that we were unable to see, but we can't attest to them. That's true. I am, as far as I know, not a medium like Gavin. Right. I mean, I'm not sure Gavin realizes that he was a medium because he didn't realize that Gia was dead. Yeah. Well, then I'll confirm. <laughs> I feel like when he realizes that Gia is dead is like the moment he a- understands that he actually does have medium powers. <laughs> yeah. He never had experience before that point, and he was like, "Oh shit, I made out with a dead girl." <laughs> yeah, I like I like how he becomes like the only actual one, and we well, I guess we don't technically know about um, Raven, but we. At least, what's his name? The magician guy. At the end, he's like, when they find out that they can actually hear Gia, he's like, I lied. It was my cousin I slept with, and I would do it again. Like, what? <laughs> I don't think that makes his story better. <laughs> no, but I mean, I guess, you know, speaking is truth, at least. It is truth, yeah. I guess we don't really know if Raven or the other one had powers they don't go into them as much <clears throat> yeah and oh, i don't even right. remember the other thing. yeah i was gonna say i forgot she was there completely until i just remembered her um her pro- her girlfriend's promposal yeah. wheeling up in, in a casket <laughs> yes that was pretty perfect for them it was uh promposals like ugh, i yeah. just hate that so much i don't get it and it's like i mean if you want to be cutesy i I, I mean that's fine but people who like i'm sure there are people like leah who get really upset when they don't get the perfect promposal and i'm like back in i guess no because they're together her boyfriend and her at the time i'm like if it's like a new person asking you out and they want to be all showy like sure but your boyfriend of like at least a semester, you're going to be like <laughs> doing a song and a routine dance that somehow Erica learns within two minutes of getting invited mm-hmm. to the thing. I just imagine she kind of awkwardly kind of swayed at the end of the line as the question mark. I guess they were kind of just doing like, you know, raising their arms up and down and stepping. So she's probably not yeah. that difficult. <laughs> Will you pro go with me? 
<laughs> Why are you asking about a progo? No, this is this is your promposal. <laughs> so dumb. Uh yeah, I guess I just I hate most things about high school. And that was not a thing. I don't remember prom proposals being a thing when we went to high school, but I also, you know, didn't go to prom with anybody, so I wasn't promposed. <laughs> yeah, and I had the time was in a relationship of like three years, so definitely no proposal for me. <laughs> I think my proposal was, "Are we going to the prom?" And that was it. Are we Are we going to the high school gym together tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to buy my ticket or no? <laughs> because there are better things I can spend this money on. <laughs> exactly, like Burger King fries. <laughs> specifically burger king never mcdonald's never never but uh but yeah um did you i i feel like you were, must have appreciated the relationship that erica had with her parents besides the credit card because they were like so fun and she like talked specifically about like wanting to get high with her dad and like all this stuff i was like this is such her a parents- tight little family her parents definitely seem fun. I feel like they maybe seemed a little too lenient because he was <laughs> at one point was like, oh, you guys, I'll just drive you to the party. That way you can drink. Yeah. <laughs> You're in high school. You should have. I shouldn't be encouraging that. But <clears throat> I know I loved when uh, Erica said that she's going to a party and the parents just kind of like look at each other and just like, oh, finally thought this would never happen. You're you finally going out. Do you want a pregame? <laughs> well, like in the whole, we didn't even talk about like the whole reason that Erica Vu it was so isolated and didn't ever go to parties and stuff in high school was because like the, her very first day freshman year, she accidentally like headbutts the most popular girl in her grade named Riley and breaks her nose. And so like Riley makes it her high school mission to make Erica Vu's life like a living hell and she tells like gets everybody to believe that Erica Vu's name is Helen Who <laughs> and like there's that kind of like Erica wanting to create her identity you know undertone to a lot of what is happening yeah that's true <laughs> yeah and then you know she ends up worse than Riley so she does well and also um, <clears throat> I, w- I would like to hope that no one in reality would react like Riley did. Like, obviously, turning around and smacking into you is not an intentional, like, you know, I'm going to break yeah. your nose because I'm, you know, trying to, like, prove something and gain some sort of, soup, you know, higher ground right. here. Like, it doesn't make sense. But, you know, at, like, high school level, it kind of does make sense. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess I could see that happening. But... <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, um... <laughs> Yeah. Did you have any um, quotes? I do. I have a few of them. Did you have any? I have a couple. Hi. I will start with Eric saying, you're right. There is still time to live. (laughs) That is. There's always time to live. Um, I, my first quote that I wrote down is, I think it's the magician kid um, after he was fighting with Raven. And he says, okay, you witch bitch. I hex you. (laughs) <laughs> um, I have one where Erica's talking about all the things that she wants to do with Jake C over the summer. It's like, fit on Jake C's face? I don't know how that's sanitary or comfortable or safe, but I'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, when all the electronic stuff is happening and they're not sure 
Erica thinks like it's her doing it. To, she's at one point, she's like, "Am I am I texting myself now? Oh, I'm so needy," and just <laughs> continues. Um, I wrote down one by the the student who was like the teen mom who had her baby with her, like all of the <laughs> very baby inappropriate events. Yeah. Um, she says, Some things you can't bounce back from, like a condom that's left out in the sun too long. <laughs> Erica gives her like this very odd face. <laughs> um, for the party that they threw, the $15,000 party, um, at one point Erica's like, we're going to need snow. And Gia's like, cocaine? And and Erica's like, no, well, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, for fifteen grand, you can sure put that on the list of things that they could have bought. <clears throat> true um the last quote i had i kind of said it a little bit of it earlier but um it's when erica says i thought that maybe being loved by thousands would fill my soul but it is nowhere near as good as having one incredible best friend that's a good one and i'll i'll uh my last one is um gia saying you need to be careful power is only good if you don't abuse it oh Mm. very nice and that's it that's uh, that, that's boo bitch. That's boo bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, so I guess if you don't like the B word, steer clear of this series because every episode is named something bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the B the B bomb gets dropped a lot throughout. <laughs> it does. Um, but you know, if you do like the series, uh, oh, what series? What was the name of the series she was in? P.S. I love you. Uh yeah. Yeah the. <laughs> three maybe three movies now yeah that start yes i love you yeah so if you're a fan of 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 the actress that plays the main character in those you'll you'll appreciate this because she's back yes she's the the (laughs) non-ghost erica vu Vu. (laughs) helen who yes but yeah so um thanks everyone for listening if you would like to reach out to us on twitter you can do so at nno podcast or you can hit us up at navigatingnetflixoriginals at gmail.com. And feel free to send us any thoughts or suggestions that you have about other movies or series you would like us to discuss in the future. Yeah. Um, we probably won't be discussing Winx Season 2. But... <laughs> no, but maybe you can give it a little bit of a shout out if you like. We were going to do that for this week. And I watched the first episode and it took me two and a half days to get through it. <laughs> I was like, I can't, I can't do this one. <laughs> I powered through, but uh, I my my quick, you know, minute or less summary of it all and and feelings is that um, they've taken it to an interesting place. Um, you get to see more of the girls tap into their true power, which is pretty cool. Um, one of the people who died makes a comeback briefly, um, oh. and uh, there's some battling that goes on a little more magic but the the best thing is that they kept with the awkward theme of the transformations i I don't know if you remember with the 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 main girl um when she first tapped into her fire fairy powers and was it was like a dramatic floating into the air and like posing which reminded me very much of like sailor moon or something um but there's a point when the other girls do this as well when they tap into their powers and it's like this little montage of them all like striking a pose which is so (laughs) silly because the rest of it seems like it takes itself pretty seriously and then suddenly it's like (laughs) they're i don't know floating in the air posing um but yeah i mean 
if anyone is into, you know, fairies and magic, or if you really did like season one, I think you'll like season two just fine. Um, but it's true that it does drag a bit, um, yeah. especially in the I beginning. Guess, so, like, my problem, and this is based solely on the first episode, was it just felt so, like, unrealistic that they were, like, forcing the storyline, like, things that couldn't or shouldn't be allowed to happen. Like, the idea that this heavily guarded prisoner who is like a prisoner of the kingdom is able to be easily broken out of by a couple of you know magic kids in training they're easily able to rescue him and get him away from this and i was like this is so silly it just didn't it just felt like forced to me but yeah that's true <laughs> but, but yeah. i don't really remember what my thoughts were on the first season of it though to be fair maybe <laughs> I, either. I don't remember <laughs> go back mind. and listen to the podcast and tell me what i thought <laughs> send me a message <laughs> um but yeah so that's that's the quick recap of season two of um fate the winks saga um but yeah so on after all that thanks everyone for listening uh we'll be back next time and until then bye bye